Welcome to Doing the Dirty Dishes podcast. My name is Stephen Quigley and I'm your host. This is my first podcast. After a few years of uh, contemplation, lots of discussions, different friends that I respect, their opinions, their backgrounds, uh, and that's a story for another time. But I decided to start a podcast. And I decided to tie it together with my spiritual blog, <clears throat> which I took a short time off when I was traveling the world the last 14 months. Uh, and the spiritual blog is basically, just as this will be, it's conversation, topics, subjects that are spiritual of nature uh, or within a spiritual context that uh, brighten your day, uh, expand your mind, or enlighten your soul things that make you think things that make you feel good so this is my first podcast my first episode so please bear with me never been on camera before and i uh, don't know much about cameras microphones lighting or anything so uh reminds me of seth myers the other night watching him on tv when he's doing a recording at home and he says this is how i look you know and it's interesting now to see all these other people that are famous, that are used to having professional studios and makeup artists and lighting uh, everywhere to, um, to, be, to be acting normal now on camera, just like I do, or I'm doing now. Uh, at some point, if people like me and I have budget, then I can get production and, and, uh, and better editing. But for now, I hope you like it. Uh, this is a, a story, uh, and I picked it because it's special to my heart uh, same reason I picked it as my first blog and it's um, I titled it uh, synchronicity of the universe pairing me with pair Reykjavik to Philadelphia and let me first say that uh, in my travels which have been extensive living and traveling throughout the world um, after becoming spiritual I was always aware almost always of why I was going to the place that I was going. You know, why was I going to that country? What was I doing there? What was the purpose? And if I didn't know it, uh, usually soon after, uh, I would discover it. So in this instance, uh, I had been in Scandinavia and I had flown to Stockholm with a stopover in Reykjavik, Iceland. The famous stopover from Iceland there, which is really a bit of a it's a bit of a bait and switch because it's not really a stopover. They actually charge you for two different flights, but that's another subject for another time. And you might say a few things on it later uh, in this podcast. Um, but um, in this situation, I didn't know why I was going to Iceland. And uh, I did know one reason, but I knew that wasn't the main reason. And uh, I was meeting an old friend there, Sunita. And a uh, quick background story of Sunita is uh, I lived in Tokyo uh, in the 1990s, in the late 90s. And I had uh, met, when I was traveling in Greece, when I was living in the Middle East, a Japanese guy named Todu. And he lived in Tokyo. And he was my best friend when I lived in Tokyo. We went to the Olympics together. We did everything together. And he had a good friend who was Nepalese and uh, ended up, he was a man, ended up marrying a Nepalese woman. And after the wedding, we went to a reception in Tokyo. 
and there working at the reception was a beautiful young girl named Sunita who was from Kathmandu, Nepal. And she had befriended me and uh, through conversation asked me if I might help her uh, with uh, culture and her adjustment to America since she wanted to go to America one day. That was her hope and her dream. And um, needless to say, I hadn't spoken to her for so many years and she did make it to America. She's now a spectacular nurse in uh, Massachusetts in the Boston area and has an amazing life and uh, I couldn't be happier for her. Uh, she's married and she has a beautiful daughter, Hazel, and uh, a great husband and um, she does good in the world and so I'm happy to have her as a friend. And so she decided to meet me in Iceland uh, where I could also sign a copy of uh, my book that she had for me to sign. and. Uh, and we had a great five days together. It was spectacular. Uh, and that will be another trip or, or um, episode that I'll speak about that with. But uh, Iceland is absolutely magical. It's, um, it's out of this world. It really is. It's one of a kind. It's got supernatural beauty at every, every turn. And uh, I had a special five days together with uh, Sunita there. So thank you for that. Um, at the end of the trip, one week layover with Sunita, uh, I had to fly back to Philadelphia from Reykjavik, Iceland. So um, they had a deal and um, so I upgraded my flight to uh, the front of the plane, which I wouldn't normally do because I like to be economical and pragma pragmatic with my, um, my expenses and, and, uh, and income. Um, but if, it, if, if the option is there, uh, for the comfortability of me with travel, I do it. So, um, needless to say, I got to the airport early. In my older age, I'm a bit smarter. I don't rush. <laughs> I used to really rush. Uh, make it by the skin of my teeth. Only missed one flight, though. And that was when I wasn't even a professional. That was when I was 18 in Toronto, coming back from a camping trip in Tomogamy. Um so, uh, so I was there early. Sorry, I get these bit nervous here. So I was there early, and I had a cup of tea, and then I got to the to the gate, and uh, they didn't have any any way of loading me um, to get me onto the plane. So they loaded everyone onto the plane first. And I only had to go three meters to get to the first seat. I had the first seat. And there was a young, skinny Polish guy there. And earlier in the trip, when I got to the airport, instead of taking an extremely expensive taxi one way from the airport to my hotel in Reykjavik, I took the bus. And on that bus, they didn't have any way of getting me on. So a skinny Polish guy had to carry me under the bus, put me down in the front seat. Well, in this situation, it was a skinny Polish guy that was there working at the airport. And uh, I said, you can lift me if you want and carry me on. It's very easy. I have to just go three meters. So he did. And he carried me on. It was very nice. I was very thankful for that. So there I sat on the plane. And to my right is just one gentleman. To my left, there weren't anyone. And um, it did come eventually, the other people. So it was a full plane. So in any case, uh, it, it's in the front of the plane and they, they give you champagne, they come out and they... So I have a glass of champagne, cheers to the guy next to me. 
couple of minutes goes by and uh, you know hi I'm Stephen you know hi Pierre oh, okay nice to meet you Pierre here I think I got a French guy next to me perfect should be interesting conversation for the flight home and a few minutes later the stewardess comes by and she asks would you like a wine we have Spanish wine Italian wine whatever so we we said we'll have Spanish wine and uh, we have a glass and we share it and we cheers and uh, he starts talking with me and 15 minutes goes by and I can barely understand anything that he's saying still thinking of course that he's Pierre and he's French and somewhere in the middle of this kind of crazy conversation I hear uh, Slovakia so I say Bratislava and he says yeah so I think okay now I know where he's from he's Slovakian well I know a couple words in Slovakian a little bit of Slovakian so I say Akosomaj Dobre and he looks at me like I have three eyes okay so now I'm more lost. Who is this guy? Where is he from? What's he saying? What's his story? What is he telling me? And then his English starts to break down and get a little bit easier. And, uh, and after some time, he takes out uh, a presentation that he has. But before he does that, I've now surmised from the conversation and understanding him as he speaks further that he is actually Danish. And his name is Pear, P-E-R, kind of like the pear you eat, or like the title, Pairing Me Together with Pear. And uh, as it turns out, he had an accident when he was a younger boy in Slovakia, and he, he got injured, he was paralyzed. And over the next 20 years, he taught himself how to walk again, and he had figured out through study and through examination of his body and going deep the connections between the body and the brainstem and how they uh, reconnect to the nerves and the neural pathways and how you get the muscles and everything to, to, to come together again and, uh, and that's the system that he's starting to explain to me and I'm just amazed at every level thinking this is just this is, this is just too good to be true this is ungodly this is strange something is and it didn't click to me yet the synchronicity it didn't click to me yet that that was the reason that I was on that flight was to meet him so he could tell me about the system that he developed because I was trying to walk again and this system was going to help me and he could see much further ahead than I knew the conversation had revealed it to that point so it was very kind of surreal in a sense and as time goes by, uh, he eventually hands me a copy of the presentation. And he says, uh, you know, take a look at it. And he starts explaining it to me. And he's explaining it to me in, in, uh, in English, but poor English. Uh, some words were advanced from the medical side. Um, and some words, the accent was just so, uh, so deep. And it's strange because I'm good with language and good with accents. I spend most days speaking with people from other countries. And... Um, uh, lots of time living in them and, and around other accents with friends and whatnot but I couldn't get much of what he was telling me I started to feel bad so I started to point and, and kind of like Trump 
you know, there were photos and it was a presentation from PowerPoint, so it was easy, easy to start to grasp. And as I started to grasp it, I started to really understand how deep this was and what it really meant. So, uh, you know, the flight wasn't too long. It was a daytime flight and another bottle of wine later, um, you know, we're laughing and uh, I'm amazed and we start to talk about other things. Uh, Denmark and Europe and you know different things he's a very learned uh, man per very interesting very intriguing uh, so even better and I get to learn that he has a son named Jack who he loves very dearly because he speaks of him um, with immense love uh, uh, to me and in describing him and his he's a college player a local college basketball player a budding star college player at a local uh, school and uh, which is not far from me so i told perry you know hey listen when we get back i have an uber driver uh, a guy that i know that he takes me back and forth to the airport when i travel if you want you can just hop in with me and it would be helpful anyway because uh, with my bag if i need it so he agreed to take the ride with me we get out of the airport uh malik my pakistani friend the driver from uber uber comes and picks me up and we get in the taxi and we're chatting and you know we're tired had some wine so we're feeling good and uh, he says well hey listen um you're not far from my hotel why don't i come by your your home and um you know examine you and teach you some things about the system i said okay sure but granted he'd already given me a copy of of his presentation that he gave in england to this uh group of doctors which he said pretty much were either stunned or thought it was quack medicine, which I can understand. He does face a lot of suppression in, in his country in Europe for, for this system that, that helps, it heals people, which is not surprising. Um, so that he would be willing to come over. So um, I said, sure. And then he said, well, you know, I'll come over in, uh, uh, in three days. And I said, okay, sure. So that night I tried sending him a message on WhatsApp and it didn't go through. I tried calling his phone internationally, it didn't go through. I tried his email and I couldn't get through. I tried his hotel, they didn't have a record of him. And I'm usually very good with these things. So I thought, wow, that's interesting. So I went to his website in Danish, in Denmark, and I wrote in a message. It ended up getting to his wife. His wife ended up passing it to him. And uh, then he knew that I you know, had uh, confirmed the meeting. So a couple of days later, uh, he shows up at my back door and rings me and says, I'm here. Okay, perfect. He comes in. I'm a big tea drinker. He's a big tea drinker. He says, let's sit. Let's have a chat. Let's have tea. Perfect. I love tea. Uh, so we sit for a half hour, 40 minutes. We sit and we talk. Very loving conversation. We talk about uh, everything under the sun. And then he says, you know, let me examine you. Do you mind? I said, no. So he, he sits me down on the couch and he takes my shoes off he looks at this and touches his nose and puts my toe here puts this here uh, not a very long examination and he says the good news is is you're gonna walk I already thought that and already in my mind um, but now it was clicking that this maybe is the link this is the synchronicity of the universe bringing that link to me that I need I didn't know that I uh, I was missing a link but I didn't know how I was gonna get there so it, it kind of clicked it made perfect sense and um, and then he says, okay, well, listen, I got to run off. Jack has practice. And, um, you know, I'll come back on Saturday morning at noon and uh, I'll teach you the system. I said, okay, fine. 
And then I didn't hear from him again. And then that morning, I get a text when I'm in bed from Malik saying, Hey, Perry asked me to pick him up and bring you over at noon. <clears throat> Is that okay? I said, sure, fine. And uh, he brought him over. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, for at noon. Sorry, I have, have some water. So he said, uh, I might be back at noon. So anyway... A couple of days later, uh, here he shows up again at my door. Hey, Stephen. Jolly, as he always is. Big smile. Lots of love. You can feel the love radiating from his heart. You can just, you can just see he's a man of love, of compassion, of care, of healing. Uh, he's, just an, uh, he's a man that has a gift. And uh, obviously, it's a gift that comes from above. Knowledge comes from books and smarts. Uh, you know, comes from uh, conversation and other other means, but true intelligence comes from above, and it's given to us. It's endowed upon us. It's it's grace uh, upon us, and, uh, and that's what he has, and it's a gift that he should share with the world, and he is sharing it with the world. And he was uh, he was kind enough to give me a copy of the actual program, these keys uh, to to how it works, to the actual system. And I could take that and I could go and I could do lots of things with it. Of course, I never would, but uh, it's just telling of uh, the love in his heart that he trusts me also, that he was willing to give me a copy on the airplane <clears throat> of this uh, study, of his presentation, uh, everything. So um, there he is. He comes over and uh, he teaches me the system. It takes a few, chance, a few times and, uh, and I get it. And then he's off. <clears throat> and that's it, he's off. And he says, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> he says, um, uh, clearing my throat can be a bit tough sometimes. Even a tiny cough can sound like I'm, I'm dying. So it's just part of my recovery. And he says, you know, good luck with the system. Uh, I'll visit you again when I come back to see Jack. And, uh, and off he goes. And then for the next few hours, I sat there uh, quietly in my home, which is very peaceful, uh, lots of art, and uh, I burn incense. It's very, uh, it's got great energy. And I sat there for the next few hours and just thought about the immense gift that I had just received from the, from the universe, um, that I had just received from Pear. And um, it was, I was touched, and I was touched in ways that I didn't know. Um, and later I would go on to write my spiritual blog and that was basically that he touched my heart and my left, left butt cheek responded. And that story is basically that after a number of months of using his system while in the shower, unable normally to lift my left butt cheek while sitting on a, uh, on a stool when I shower, uh, I was never able to do it. And it might not seem like a big deal, but then I was able to do it. And that was as a result of my muscles and my nerves connecting and basically his system. And to this date, I continue to heal. I continue to get better. And, um, and it's just a matter of time before I walk. And I owe a huge debt of love and gratitude to Pear. And I dedicated my first blog to Pear. And now I'm dedicating um, my first uh, podcast, YouTube episode to Pear. So thank you for your love. Thank you for your care, thank you for your compassion, and thank you to the universe for the synchronicity of bringing us together. Um, immense, immense. And um, 
going to leave on a quote, which is something that I love. I also have a website that is filled with the same uh, proverbial wisdom. Of course, it's doing the dirty dishes. It's on Facebook. And uh, if you like it, you can go and see it. And if you like this video, you can decide to share it. But uh, the quote is um, from Carl Jung, one of my favorite psychologists. And it's, what I found were coincidences which were connected so meaningfully that their chance concurrence would represent a degree of improbability that would have to be expressed by an astronomical figure. Put another way also by Jung, synchronicity, a meaningful coincidence of two or more events where something other than the probability of chances involved, Carl Jung. Well, Carl said it best. Universe brought Para and I together on this plane ride. Didn't know why, and then I discovered it. And what a gift it was. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening to my first podcast. Thank you for giving me your time, allowing me to enter into your heart and your mind and your soul. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please consider sharing it. And uh, eternal love and light, especially at a time right now that we're facing in this world with the COVID-19 pandemic. So uh, love and light to all those affected uh, by this global and economic uh, catastrophic uh, crisis that we're experiencing right now before our eyes. So, um, and love and light, especially to those on the front lines, the first responders, the delivery people, the truck drivers, the train drivers, everyone that's continuing to help us stay healthy uh, through, through medicine, through doctors, through delivery, through food, through the fruits, the supermarkets. So thank you to all of those people.